Hey, everybody. It is Be Still Be Free. As this Sarah leading us off again. You know, this is not my forte. This is when I miss Amber more than ever. I miss her radio voice. Hi, welcome to Be Still Be Free. This, this is, is Amber, Amber Miller. Miller. I'm joined today with Monica Steely and Sarah Goody. Hello. <laughs> Anyways, Monty, Monty's going to, Moni, Monty is going to lead us today. And um, I guess this is week week five. five. So this is kind of our last one, our little bit of wrap up. Yep. And then we'll do um, our everyday woman. Okay. And we may have another episode in this or we might not. We're just going to see how it ends. We're going to see what happens. We're going to see what the Lord will do. Yeah. So we're going to do a little something with our everyday woman though. Be on the lookout because mm-hmm. we're if you're part of our Be Together community, we're going to be posting a little something, something. A little task mm-hmm. at hand. So we want you to be part of our everyday woman. So click over and join. Yeah. Find it in the Get show there. Notes. And then, um, we're also going to be bringing up our five year anniversary soon. I know five years of podcasting. And I think we've got a little something special planned for that too. Monica so. reminded me of that. So that'll fit in with, I guess, I guess yeah. it may have already happened. Maybe. <laughs> Maybe not. Maybe we, I don't remember how it all plays out. Yeah. Are we every Monday or every other? Every. Yeah. So it'll come. Yeah. I think think so. Yeah. It'll probably be in the next couple of weeks. Anywho. Anywho. Surprises everywhere. We're jumping into week five and we have talked about, um, several verses just dove right in. We've Mm -hmm. talked about, uh, wisdom's character. We've talked about her family, her household, her, um, marriage. Mm -hmm. So what are we talking about this week? We're talking about her work. Okay. Um, and I went back and forth and called it her work, her mission, her vocation, her calling. Um, and I just decided to settle on work because this is the stuff that she did outside of, um, Family and outside of husband. Um, These were the things that she tended to. So this is where we kind of all start freaking out about how busy she seems Mm -hmm. all the time. How Um, how Pinterest perfect she seems and how we all feel like we can never measure up. Mm -hmm. Um, And at face value, for sure, that seems like what it would be like. But first, I wanted to just kind of separate it out and say, like, we all work. Mm -hmm. Whether you are paid for your work, if you work outside the home, if you um, just care for the home, and your children or parents or whatever, we all work because our existence on earth includes work. God established work with Adam before Eve and before the fall. Um, In Genesis 2.15, he said, farm the land and take care of it. So um, why are we grocery shopping, first of all? (laughs) (laughs) It's just a thought that I had had. But but work is just something that we all do. So take all of the qualifiers that you have for it and set them aside. We all work. Mm And so I think that what we miss when we read this section, first, when we read all of Proverbs 31, we miss this. And we've talked about it again and again, but especially these specific verses, um, it's not as much about what she does Mm -hmm. as how she does it. Mm -hmm. It's her character Mm -hmm. that enables her to do all of these things. So there's about eight or so verses that address her actual work or calling or mission Mm -hmm. um, outside of family and husband. But um, when we read these verses, I see a woman who possesses character that enables her to produce based on the overflow of who she already is. Mm. So I'm going to kind of go through it verse by verse. Uh, Verse 13, she seeks wool and flax and works with willing hands. So 
the doing is the finding wool, finding flax, making clothes. She does it with, and she makes those with willing hands, but she's willing. She's willing to, she has a willing heart to do what she needs to do. Uh, 14. She is like the ships of the merchant. She brings in food from afar. And I identify that as her being selective. Mm -hmm. Like she wants to get quality ingredients Mm -hmm. for her family and feed them well. And, um, she's picky in a good way about those kind of things. 16, she considers a field and buys it. With the fruit of her hand, she plants a vineyard. Now, I'm going to come back to that verse in a few minutes, but the qualities that I see there are that she is patient mm. because planting a vineyard requires a lot of patience, but she's also resourceful and clever. She what, could, what a verse is that? 16. Let's see if I have 16 on here. I have able. She's yeah, able. Mm-hmm. She is able. Mm-hmm. Um, and she's also resourceful and mm-hmm. clever. Mm-hmm. Like she considers the field. She buys it, and with the fruit of her hands, she plants it. Mm-hmm. And so, I Pretty just cool. that speaks of volumes about yes. who she is. Uh, 17, she dresses herself with strength and makes her arms strong. She's intentional. Mm. 18, she perceives that her merchandise is profitable. Her lamp does not go out at night. I'm going to come back to that verse too, but she's entrepreneurial. Yeah. You know why, why her lamp didn't go out at night? Why? Because she got up in the middle of the morning and, and lit it. That's one of the things that the commentary said. Yes. They, they, in European countries, they leave a lamp on all night long. Yes. Because in case there's an emergency, like right. you can't fumble around to light it. It has small. to be lit. Mm-hmm. And the oil would run out. And mm-hmm. it was her responsibility to make sure that the oil didn't run out. Well, and there's a there's something else that can go along with that. Okay. Well, I'll talk about it in a minute. Um, <laughs> what was that? I don't know. That was a lot. <laughs> I don't have a voice that can do that. <laughs> Uh, verse 19, she opens, or sorry, she puts her hands to the distaff and her hands hold the spindle. This is the verse that I just cannot stand. I'm like, I'm not making clothes, people. Like, I'm not going to, like, sit in front of the spinning wheel, like, sleeping beauty and whatever. No, but it's the extent that she was willing to go to to make sure that things yes. were done and done right. Done right, done well. Mm-hmm. Um, but she was diligent. Mm-hmm. 20, she opens her hand to the poor and reaches her out her hands to the needy. She's compassionate. Mm. In 24, she makes linen gar- garments and sells them. She delivers sashes to the merchant. She's creative. Mm-hmm. Like, she's creative in making the clothes. That's a creative project. Mm-hmm. But she's creative in um, the fact that she realized she could make a profit yeah. from it and sell it. Selling like, it. that's creative business thinking. She had her own business. So she possesses these qualities and fruits that define who she is outside of what she does. But her in her doing... Comes from her being. Right. Okay, so second, almost all of the things that we read about her doing seem to be done with an air of pleasantness, if not delight. Like, so there's one translation of a couple of these verses that say, like, with delight, she blah, blah, blah. Mm. Um, with a pleasant hand, she blah, blah, blah. Interesting. And so the it, it doesn't, that's what some of the translations um, translated as, but there's nothing in here that you talked about it before. She's not like begrudgingly approaching any right. of this work. Um, and there's nothing that insinuates she dreads waking up each day to That's attend right. to the task at hand. Um, and to me, what that says is a lot of what she does are things she's naturally gifted for or skilled at. Mm-hmm. Um, and I think all of us in modern day can identify like, mm-hmm. here's the things that we talked about it with, like with room parents and mm-hmm. all yep. of this kind of stuff. The things that you're naturally gifted for and skilled at, yep. you can willingly do because of the overflow of who yep. you are. It seems to be something she almost maybe enjoys, even if it's stuff that has to do. Um, 
I personally, um, I believe that she loves her work and then it feeds her soul. And it's kind of like this podcast with me and Sarah. It is, and we mentioned this before, we don't make any money off of this. Yeah. It doesn't even, feed our bellies. It doesn't feed our bellies or our pocketbooks <laughs> or my desire for new boots as mm-hmm. we are in fall. <laughs> but it feeds my soul mm-hmm. and I do it willingly. And it's yeah. a labor for sure, but it's a labor of love. Love that it. Mm-hmm. We willingly wake up when it's dark to prep yep. or study or fit it in where we need to, but we can do it joyfully because yep. it's something God's called us to mm-hmm. and he's given us the gifts and the talents to be mm-hmm. able to do it. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Um, and thirdly, I think we can break down her work into a few different categories. So I kind of took these verses and put them into some different categories. Love so it. number one, she takes care of basic needs like food and clothing. Like who, who among us is not doing that? Um, she takes care of feeding herself and her family. Um, she, you know, like we work to find back to school deals. Mm -hmm. We use our rewards coupons from Dick's to get the tennis shoes for our kids. Um, we, I, like I mentioned in my modern day version, we buy chicken on Tuesdays at yeah. Fresh Market because it's only two ninety nine a pound instead of six ninety nine a pound, and like it's so good, it's great. We but like we go through the steps that we need to go to to stretch our budget mm-hmm. to get as much as possible. Mm-hmm. That's the quality of stuff You're that being we good need. Stewards. We're being good stewards. Um, or, you know, like go out of our way to shop at Aldi because we save a gajillion dollars on things that our kids go through like water. <laughs> um, we regularly and actively attend to the clothing and feeding of ourselves and yeah. others. Yeah. So that's like the, that's one of the big categories. Number two, she contributes financially as she is able to. Um, it says that she perceives her merchandise as profitable, and then she sells her linen garments and delivers sashes to the merchant. So she uses her gifts to make money. I love that. And I think that we we all do that. We know people that sell essential oils, people mm-hmm. that sell Rodan and Fields. Mm-hmm. Maybe, she, um, you know, we, she took some free photos of a baby's a friend's yeah. newborn baby and then decided, oh, I can make a few yeah. extra dollars at doing yeah. this. Or I can make some flyers for somebody. And that ended up being some work to make a logo. Whatever she was naturally gifted for are the things that she translated into work that mm-hmm. could maybe bring in a few extra dollars or go out into like make do a full-time job if that's what you're mm-hmm. able to do. Well, I think but. about, you know, the times in my nursing that I've been able to be at home, go back to work, be at home, go back to work. Um, when I needed to go back to work to contribute financially, I did mm-hmm. and I was able to, and I don't love nursing. I've been very honest about that, but it's been a great provision for our family mm-hmm. and I am skilled at it and I'm educated in it. And that's mm-hmm. where my training is. And, um, you know, I just even recently went back to work because the kids are gone all the time and it gives me something to do once or twice a week. Mm-hmm. So I think that, you know, for me, it's not I have no desire to be a full on career woman. But I was even thinking as you were reading some of this, that even if you're the, the breadwinner of the family mm-hmm. and you have the stay at home dad um, or the dad who's more flexible and probably a little more hands on, like you don't have to be the source of everything. Right. You know, you're just making sure that everything's taken care of. And right. I think that that's okay. Absolutely. And I think that these verses debunk the idea that the biblical personification of women is that you are a homemaker and that barefoot that, and pregnant. Yeah. Like <laughs> that's just not biblical. It's not. And as we did the women of the Bible, I mean, there were plenty of women who showed us that they were fierce warriors. They yeah. weren't, they weren't, Living some meek, subservient, I'm not of any value life. Right. Well, and she's not sitting at home all the time. She is um, 
like she brings in her food from afar. Like yes. she's seeking out garments and materials. She's like out and about mm-hmm. to do the things that are needed for the benefit of her family. Yep. So um, moms that feel guilty about working full time, I think you can quit doing that. Like moms that feel guilty that they're not bringing in money financially right now. Maybe you will That's later. Okay too. You're but, doing it in other ways. You're bringing yes. value into your home in other ways. It may not yes. be monetarily, but it may be that you're freeing your husband up to do it monetarily. Yes. I just think as as much as we can take what is written here and just say, okay, what would that look like today? That is where the, that's where our freedom is going to come from. Yes, yes, yes. For sure. Um, I also really thought it was cool in that verse, um, perceived and the verse again says she perceives that her merchandise is profitable. Um, it's the translation of that in Hebrew is tasted. So every other verse that uses that Hebrew word, it's translated tasted as in taste and see that the Lord is good. Interesting. And I just think that was really neat because it's kind of like taste and see that her merchandise is profitable. Like maybe she tested it out. Maybe she dipped her toe in a little bit here and there or, um, had feedback from friends and family like, Hey, that was really good. Or I loved how you did this That's and neat. have you thought about maybe trying to sell this on Etsy or yeah, right? whatever the case mm-hmm. may be kind of taste and see if your work is good. That's really good. Um, she plans for the future. Okay. She considers a field and buys it with the fruit of her hand. She plants a vineyard. This might be a little controversial. I don't think it, I wouldn't think it is, but some people might think it is, but it says she considered a field with the fruit of her hands. She planted a vineyard and, um, it's to me, it's like the decision was made on her own. It was something she wanted to do and she went and did it Mm -hmm. all by herself. Mm -hmm. And the Hebrew word for considers means to meditate on something, to propose to oneself. Mm. Like she did something for herself. Yeah. Cause she wanted to do it, but it was for the good of her, of of her household. Yeah. Ended up being for the good of her household for sure. But it amazing. It just is like, I love the implication and the verbiage that it was, it yeah. was her decision. Yeah. And obviously her husband respects her. Right. And loves her, her and would support her. Mm-hmm. Um, but that was like something That's she neat. wanted to do because she wanted to do it. That's and she saw, hey, like this could benefit us too. That's neat. Um, so I just, I just love that because it just brought to mind the fact that we so often will neglect the things that feed our soul, like our hobbies, our passions, um, even if we're not aware maybe of what those are, if they mm-hmm. kind of get lost in the early years of motherhood and marriage, yep. there is something that God has put in you. And we've said this from day one, there's something that God has put in you that made you, you yep. before all of the roles took yep. place. Yep. So maybe she always has been business savvy. Maybe she always has just had an interest in putting her hand into a garden or like seeing the vision for a vineyard. I mean, it was for herself. She did it for herself. I think what's important, it goes back to that whole thing that obviously that was something that she wanted and enjoyed. Mm -hmm. Right. And all of the things that she's doing, whether, you know, she may not have been like shaking pom-poms getting up before everybody else did to get the household ready. But that was her role. Mm -hmm. And she was obviously gifted at it and good at it. Mm -hmm. And she did it really well. Like, are you also living in your gifts and talents? Because that's why God gives them to us. He gives us the gifts to use the gifts to further the kingdom of God. And if all day long, you're, if you're trying to be a Joanna Gaines and you're not a Joanna Gaines, you're going to hate life soon. Yeah. You know, if you're, if you're trying to be a, if I was trying to be, I don't know, some high level corporate executive, I'm going to hate life eventually. That's not who I am. That is mm-hmm. not, I, that I would not be good at, I might even be good at it, but I may not like it at all. Right. 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 
So do what you're gifted at and do it really well. And do it really so well. So you can enjoy the process of the journey of, of building the kingdom of God. And also don't feel guilty about pursuing things that are of interest yes. to you just because you like it. Yes. I mean, like if it's learning French or taking a class or mm-hmm. starting to paint. Hand or a high, I did a hand lettering class, yeah. you know? Mm-hmm. So I don't know that one, that one more than any of them really just like spoke permission. to me. Mm-hmm. Yeah. It just gave, it was permission. Mm-hmm. She did it. Mm-hmm. It doesn't say anything about her husband being involved. Yeah. Of course she I'm sure had her, his blessing, but right. Right. I don't think the spirit um, was, I'm doing what I want to do and he can do it. Of with course it. not. I don't, yeah. that wasn't the whole relationship, but she took it upon herself mm-hmm. to give herself permission yeah. to go after something she wanted to do. Yes. And like we said before, if you are married and if you choose well, you will have a husband that's like, you need to, yes, yeah. go do that. I'm fortunate. I have a husband like that. I do too. I mean, yeah. I say all the time, if I said I wanted to be the governor of North Dakota, we'd be gone next yep. week. But yep. that's not my desire. No. But I mean, that's just Greg's very so supportive yep. of those thing. kind of things. Um, number four, she cares for her body and spirit. Um, verse 17 says she dresses herself with strength and makes her arms strong. <clears throat> and 18b says that her lamp does not go out at night. So the Hebrew word for dresses herself with strength means she girds herself with strength and she puts it on as an armor. Mm. So this is not happenstance to gird yourself. Right. You don't throw it on like yoga pants. Right. The, <laughs> the dictionary says Who's girding. wearing yoga pants? What? What? Us? Both? <laughs> How? How is that possible? <laughs> I threw them on. I did not gird myself today. <laughs> I girded myself yesterday for the pants that were feeling tight, but I did not gird myself today. And by gird, I mean Spanx. I mean, y'all, the snacking is out of control. So as we had snacks in front of the peanut M&Ms and Cheez-Its and Buffalo. What? I mean, nothing. Um, but okay. So yeah, the dictionary says to that girding is to encircle or bind with a belt or band surround and close hem in to prepare oneself for action. Thanks. So she, <laughs> she prepares herself with strength for action. Mm. So like she cares for her body and her spirit. I love she that. girds herself up. And when it says that she makes her arms strong arms is most often translated to shoulders in the Bible mm. and is a little bit more of a um, figurative thing. Like she has strengthened up her shoulders to carry what needs to the be carried, carry the burden. Yeah. And so um, literally and figuratively, um, cause she's pretty b- much a BA, like, right? Oh, like yeah. She's her arms are, her shoulders are strong. Mm-hmm. Her arms are strong. So she can figuratively and literally carry what needs to be carried throughout the day. When you talk about girding up, it almost reminds me of putting on the armor of Christ. Yeah. Like that's what absolutely. my mind goes to is that she, <clears throat> She puts on the armor of Christ. She's girded with the protection that she knows she yeah. needs in order to make it through the day. Because yeah, she tries the to belt do it of truth, yes, all of that. So she's ready for the day. She's ready for activity. She's ready for battle. She cares for her strength herself. Mm, that's good. Um, okay, and then the next part, eighteen B says her lamp does not go out at night. And we touched upon this just a little bit. So it's the literal. It can be the literal meaning, which it is. I think it's two different meanings to here. The first being like. 
getting up in the middle of the night to light it so that it's always lit, mm-hmm. um, taking care of that. But it has a strong figurative meaning as well in the lexicon, um, which tells me that she does not lose hope in adversity. Mm. She does not let her lamp go out. Like she keeps that not fire of hope lit within herself. She's already girded with strength and her shoulders can carry the load so it doesn't overwhelm her or take away the joy of the Lord. Like she wow. keeps the fire alive. And it reminds me of when Beth Moore always talks about how people say like, how can you still be so joyful and zealous? Like all these decades later from studying and she's like, no one can take your joy. Yes. Like only you can lose your joy, but no one can take that joy from you. And so she keeps her lamp lit at night. It does not go out because she does not let circumstances or people or outside influences take away her hope. She's one. She's just pretty amazing. Um, And then lastly, she serves others. She opens her hand to the poor and reaches her hands out to the needy. And um, in the Hebrew, the poor here does not mean just financially, but someone that is depressed in mind or circumstances. Mm. And, you know, we may not all have people that we know personally that are Mm. like financially poor, but every single person listening can think of one person immediately who is depressed in mind or circumstances. Yeah. And those are people that we can like reach out to and reach our hand out to. Um. The lexicon says the opening or spreading of her hands means to give bountifully, mm, which is a beautiful, beautiful image to give bountifully, even though she's been up since early morning and doing all that she's doing. Yeah. Right. Yeah. But like knows that she has things that she can give. She can give time. She can give love. She can give support. She can give a kick in the pants when yeah. it's needed. Yeah. Like she can lean in. She can. Yeah. She can give food. Mm-hmm. She can give oil. Mm-hmm. Like, she has things that she can give. Um, and something specific that I love about this verse in the KJV again, I'm not reading it regularly, <laughs> but I just did parallel translations. Um, the KJV says that she stretches her hand to the poor and reaches out to the needy. And that is different in my mind, the two different things that the stretching out gives me the visual image that it's something that you have in your hand to give. Mm-hmm. Um, but then reaching out makes me think of opening your hand up for someone else to take. Yeah. So like, what do you have that you can stretch out and give Mm -hmm. or who is out there that you can reach out and help take with you? Mm -hmm. Um, Mm -hmm. and so like, who can you pull in Mm -hmm. to help? And then what do you have that you can give out? Mm -hmm. So it's just kind of this like in and out back and forth thing that I thought of. I think what's great is it shows in all these verses that she took care of herself. She took care of her husband. She took care of her household and her kids. She took care of the household, the others that were outside of the family. Um, she took care of the people in the community, right? And she went in order of mm-hmm. those things. And and the light never went out. It almost makes you think, too, that's because Jesus just never leaves us. Right. The light is always in us. If right. we want it. And we want to draw from it. Mm-hmm. But if we draw from our own natural strength and ability, she's going to crash every night and the light's going out. Exactly. And I think that's just a beautiful, again, it's just a blueprint of, hey, girls, you've got this. Yeah. I'm with you. This is what it's supposed to look like. And if you'll do it like this, yes, you're going to be just fine. Trust me. Put your hope in me. Mm-hmm. Let my spirit in you yep. overflow because I've not given you anything that you can't get through without yep. my strength. Yep. And so clothe yourself in my strength every day. Put it on, mm-hmm. gird it up on mm-hmm. yourself, and you will be victorious in what you put your hand to yes. for this day. So important. So good. Um, okay. So practical application. 
One, is there any work you do that is a natural overflow of your giftings and talents? Like, is there is there anything you're doing for, quote, work that feels like a natural overflow? And if so, praise God for that mm-hmm. and give thanks. Mm-hmm. Um, like, I do that all the time for Be Still, Be Free. Mm-hmm. Like, it's just, it's a gift that, I, get, that I do this. Yeah. I love it. It is. Um, and if not, pray for opportunities that you can put those gifts into practice. Yes. And then number two, how would you categorize the work that you do? Are your category categories similar to our Proverbs 31 woman, or are they wildly different? Make a list of your work, your mission, your calling, and see if you can file them into a short list of category categories, because we often feel like we're pulled into a zillion different directions each day. But I think this would be a great exercise to see that all those little things yep. add up to meaningful work that is very specific. Yep. Um, and then you won't feel quite so scattered. Yep. And then, too, when you know what those categories are, it'll be easier for you to say yes and no. Yes. Mm-hmm. You can employ the best yes mm-hmm. and just be like, I'm sorry, that's a no for me. That's right. Or yeah. no and for not me feel for bad right about it. Absolutely. Yeah, because it may be a wait. Yeah. It may just be a not now. Yeah. It may not be a not never. Mm-hmm. Or not ever. But it may just be a not now. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So... So what's a few minutes early? Make up for our our other week. For Sarah's really long (gasps) winded week. But anyway, yeah, I just her word that we all do, and you know, it's 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 part of the task of being human on this planet. We're all going to work in a perfect Earth too when Jesus comes back. We are all going to be given stuff. So um, look at it as a gift instead of a a burden. Yeah, that's it. Hopefully, um, as we close out this. This series, hopefully you're listening to this as a woman and realizing how strong God really intended female warriors to be for him. Uh, Because whether these verses are for the literal sense or whether they're for the figurative sense, it doesn't matter. They can be used either way and both of it furthers the kingdom of God. Um, At the end of the day... um, it's good for women to be strong, but we need to be strong for the right things. Mm-hmm. We need to make sure we're putting our energy into the things that uh, further the kingdom of God and not further our own agendas. Agreed. Oh, so, absolutely. And transform the world. Yeah. So, yeah. Well, let me pray this out. Okay. Father God, thanks so much again just for another week of coming into Proverbs 31 and allowing you to speak in us, um, just to bring your words alive off the pages of the, the Bible, Lord. Thank you for meeting us where we are, for encouraging us, for giving us permission and even direction to be a strong woman, whether um, we are gifted in, in mercy and meekness and we are a homemaker and feel completely at peace with that or a strong executive um, leader in the corporate world, Lord, that that woman would stand strong in that, Lord. Just knowing that we are moving in the direction of you and making sure that we live according to your word. Just guide and direct us all. Thank you for our listeners. Bring us all back safely together again um, next Monday. And in your name we pray. Amen. Amen.